Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. We're coming to you from Microsoft Ignite in Orlando, Florida. And I am delighted to be joined by Jeff Woolsey, Principal Program Manager of Windows Server and Hybrid Cloud at Microsoft. Welcome, Jeff. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. So, Jeff, the topic today is Windows Server 19 and SQL v Next, but there's so much to unpack here. Why don't we just start with a description of your role at Microsoft and why your role relates to our topic today. So my role is very broad and I get a lot of great interactions with customers. So I work across storage, compute, and networking and focus very much on hybrid cloud and those investments that we can make to drive the best hybrid value to our customers. One of the questions I like to ask in conversations, how many of you are going to go fully on-premises, no public cloud at all? How many are you going to go fully to the public cloud? And how many of you are going to do hybrid? 90% every time is hybrid. 5% all on-prem, 5% all in the public, and 90% is in that hybrid space, which is where we're doing a tremendous amount of investment, both Intel and Microsoft together. Obviously, hybrid requires a tremendous amount of investment in the underlying infrastructure, both from a standpoint of what's being offered from the public cloud, as well as what's being run on-prem by customers, and a consistency in software to navigate those worlds efficiently. Tell me about Microsoft's approach there and how does that relate to the innovation on the software offerings that Microsoft is known for? Consistency is really important because it really goes to how we think about and how we architect the cloud. Really, quite honestly, for us, the cloud hybrid first means consistency is paramount. For us, hybrid is something that we architect, we design, it's intentional. So for us, the hybrid cloud is built in. It's not bolted on, it's not this thing you screw on the end and call, yeah, we're hybrid. And so for us it means, for example, my Active Directory. I can use my Active Directory on premises, I can sync it up into Azure and create this consistent identity and security fabric. Mm -hmm. When it comes to storage, if I want to use storage on premises and I want to replicate that up, I want to synchronize that up into Azure, I can do that. And I get intelligent tiering so that the hot stuff stays on premises while the cold stuff can tear up into Azure and provide me virtually unlimited storage for my on-premises solutions. When it comes to things like data, SQL Server, for example, SQL Server has this notion called stretch DB. So you can have a SQL Server that's on-premises that actually stretches right into Azure, and it's seen in one consistent namespace, but you can take the cold data and actually tear that up into Azure so that the hot data resides locally. And it's very important because a lot of people, when they say, you know, one of the reasons why people may not want to have an on-premises um, solution is for latency. In fact, this is something our CEO, Satya Nidhi, talks about. He talks about the fact that the speed of light is still an issue. Very often someone will say, I've got a mission critical workload and if I need to keep it close to a specific location, I'm going to do that in terms of latency and locality. So a lot of investments across the board. And for me, one of the things I love doing is working with customers to make sure, are we making those in right investments? Whether it's in storage, whether it's networking, whether it's compute, whether it's in the overall hybrid end-to-end -end management. And that's been a huge area of focus for us here at Ignite. Designing with intentionality is a really interesting concept. So tell me about the focus at Microsoft in terms of taking your core applications, your core OS, and developing them in their latest substantiations 
for this capability, and what does this mean for customers who are running Microsoft environments today? All of a sudden now we could do things like virtualization, we can run multiple operating systems, and we could start to drive up utilization. And then what happened was, well, we spent a lot of more time saying, look, we need more innovation both on the hardware side and the software side. And so we've had more cores, we've added more capabilities for PCI, and at the same time we're looking at this going, okay, how do we modernize these platforms? And as we started to look at hybrid cloud and start to adopt the cloud, we realized, well, security has to be an integral part of this conversation. It can't be a bolt-on. And so we've been making huge investments in security now for the last many releases. And part of that has been, again, this great partnership with Intel to go back and say, look, we need to make some changes to the underlying hardware substrate so that we can build innovation on software on top of it. And so there are some things we need in the platform, like TPMs, it's the trusted platform module. We need UFI firmware. We need to be able to do secure boot. We need to be able to attest to the health of the hardware. And you can't do that on a 10-year-old platform or even a five-year-old platform. So this has been part of the work that we've been doing to start to bring these things forward into a modern hybrid cloud world. Now we're getting ready for Windows Server 19, SQL vNext. This is going to be a major focus for Microsoft in terms of modernizing infrastructure next year. We also have our upcoming next generation Xeon Scalable with the Cascade Lake platform. Tell me about the collaboration between Intel and Microsoft on these and what core capabilities are you really looking forward to in Cascade Lake that yields great performance for Windows Server? This has been an incredible partnership. So a few years ago, we spent a lot of time focusing on building some hyper-converged infrastructure. And we were very much focused on how do we tune and optimize the platform to deliver the best performance, the best scalability. We looked at cores, we looked at storage, we looked at PCI, we looked at flash, we looked at all of these things together. You put them all together and you can deliver some astounding performance. And there's some unique things that Windows Server has in its platform. For example, the support for remote direct memory access. So we can do incredibly fast, high-speed, networking, which is critical for software-defined storage. And at the time, two years ago, with Windows Server 2016, on a 16-node cluster, Intel and Microsoft, we benchmarked 6.7 million IOPS. To this date, I don't know of anyone that has achieved even that number, and we've been very proud of that number, and that's been close collaboration. Since then, we've continued to put our foot on the gas pedal and say, we need to do more. And so we've been investing in new types of technology, for example, storage class memory. Apache Pass has been something we've been working very closely with Intel on. Now we're talking about high performance storage. We're talking about up to three terabytes per socket. We're talking about native persistence. As flash memory continues to evolve, with each generation, it's closer and closer to the processor. Now we have Optane. We have storage class memory. With storage class memory, it's now in a dim socket, and it's literally sitting right next to the processor. So what we're doing is we're dramatically reducing the latency and dramatically increasing the performance. And so for our hyper-converged infrastructure, such as Storage Spaces Direct, I am thrilled that we set a brand new benchmark here at Ignite. So one of the things, like I said, our old number, two years ago with Windows Server 2016 was 6.7 million IOPS out of a 16-node cluster. We then set up a brand new 12-node cluster. So this is fewer servers. This one had Intel Optane DC persistent memory as a cache. We had NVMe, and we actually had a 12-node cluster 
And we demonstrated publicly for the first time our brand new IOPS record together with Intel. And that number is 13,700,000 IOPS out of 12 node cluster. So essentially we doubled the performance with 25% fewer servers. It's incredible. On top of that, when you plug SQL into this, well guess what? SQL gets to take advantage of this. And SQL Server 2019 has some exciting new capabilities and there's two that I want to point out. One is SQL Server's introducing support for the storage class memory in Windows Server 2019. So if you're running SQL Server 2019 on Windows Server 2019 that has the support on Intel Apache Pass systems, you are going to get astounding performance. You're going to be able to take advantage of what we're delivering in the platform. The second one is security. So we've been doing, again, all of this work for many years to introduce additional security capabilities in the platform, TPM, UFI, firmware, all of these things so that we can harden the platform. Well, we have now a new feature in 2019 called Secure Enclaves. SQL is the first and only product right now to support this. Basically, we can now computationally encrypt your SQL transactions. There is literally no other database that can do this. Part of this goes to this deep partnership that we have together with Intel so that we can deliver the most highest performing and the most secure database with SQL Server 2019 running on Windows Server 2019 on state-of-the-art Intel platform. Fantastic to hear this, Jeff. I was flying into Ignite. Your first class where you talked about this had just happened I was, as I was landing, and my Twitter blew up with, <laughs> yes. with uh, talk about this new world record. So that's fantastic news. Now, I did want to make sure that we did cover also that this is a unique opportunity from a standpoint of those customers that have some of those old architectures running in their data centers today. Can you talk about that? So number one, if you're running Windows Server 2008 R2 and SQL Server 2008 R2, there's a very good chance you're running it on very, very old hardware. You're probably compute limited. You're probably core limited. You're probably memory limited. You're probably I.O. limited because you're probably running with old hard drives. You're probably not running with any flash. And if you are, it's pretty minimal flash. And so so from a performance and scalability standpoint, just from there, you're going to get a huge upgrade by moving to a, a modern platform. And then there's the security standpoint to think about. 2008 R2 was a fantastic operating system in its time 10 years ago. Since then, the bad guys, the bad actors have not stood still. And so they continue to raise the bar, and we continue to raise the bar. And so we want to tell people, look, now's a great time. And we have migration tools that will help you migrate from SQL Server older versions right into newer versions of SQL Server 2019, so you can take advantage of all the underlying platform performance and scalability enhancements. And by the way, all of this, of course, plugs into the work that we're doing in AI and machine learning and um, um, data analytics that's happening in Azure as well. So if you want to run this on-premises, great. If you want to run this up in Azure, great. And then you can plug into those services as well. Or if you want to create through ExpressRoute a nice hybrid link to take advantage of the best of both worlds, you can do that as well. I know that folks listening online are probably interested in learning more. Where would you send them to find out more and engage with Microsoft in this space? I got lots of links for you. So the first one is, if if you're interested in our hyper-converged solution, we call those Windows Server Software Defined. It's real easy, it's aka.ms slash WSSD for Windows Server Software Defined. If you're interested in learning more about SQL Server, again, it's aka.ms slash SQL Server, S-Q-L-S-E-R-V-E-R. -E -E Fantastic, thank you so much for being on the program My today. My pleasure, thank you. 
Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.